things girlfriends share. Welcome to Girlfriend It, hosted by women for women on a variety of topics most relevant to our daily lives. Weekly, we have incredible, inspiring, and influential guests as we explore everything from why ambitious women don't quite reach their full potential to how we deal with the dailiness of life. Together, we will hear compelling stories of other individuals in hopes of one thing. How do we get to know ourselves? All right. Question for the week. Are you celebrating enough? Today, we are living in a place of division and cynicism, and we decided to talk about celebrating it. And of course, it's also Sherry's birthday week. Celebrate her as well, and we are pinking it today in honor of Sherry. Yes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. October. It's my month, baby. All month long. Yay! Yeah. And unfortunately, we we're going out tomorrow as well to continue the celebration. So we're happy when October is over. So enough of that. I, you guys, I am dying to tell you guys this story. Okay, you know, I need to change I, my glasses and put my regular glasses on. All right, enough of that. Okay, all I right. I was taking my youngest, my baby girl, to California this last week, and I, I whined and complained to you guys. I was stressing out because I have this big conference coming up with a couple thousand people for Clorox, which a big shout out for Clorox. Ooh, Clorox. And I'm doing the research, you know, at night and it's, it's all on emotional intelligence, cynicism in the workplace, fighting the been there, done that syndrome. Um, I'm not going to give my ideas. Someone will just take them. I'm going to get burned again. So it's, this is a mindset. It's like, how do we stop this mentality and tweak it to one of staying hopeful, having the zest for life, celebrating our successes daily? And you set the tone when you walk into a room. It's contagious, right? So this is this is my mindset. So the whole time, I'm really annoying when I'm getting ready to to do a conference because that's where my my head is, and my big focus is being relentlessly curious and solution focused. So I'm with my daughter. This is what's going on at night while I'm you know preparing for this conference. And one of the top tips to stop cynicism. It, and, and, you know, maintain that zest for life. Are you ready for it? You ready for a top tip? Lean it in. in. <laughs> it's be in awe. Like, be in awe. Have that place of wonder. So, I'm, we're, we're going along. She's on a skateboard and I'm on the scooter. So, get that imagery, right? This 50 plus year old woman following her daughter on her skateboard, like, shoosh, shoosh. And we're on the sidewalk, we're going to the beach, and I'm picking up these beautiful fall leaves. I mean, they're gorgeous, like bright orange and red with the veins. They're they're almost like fluorescent, just oh, gorgeous. And I'm making her stop. Like, she's on her skateboard, she's ready for the beach, and here's her annoying mom. Paris, Paris, look, look, look what God created. And, you know, and she's in it with me. She's, you know, hey, mom's paying for the trip. I have to be kind to her, right? And I'm like, I'm so amazing. Like, I'm just such a great mom that I'm pointing out all of these wonderful, like. Yeah, if she was four. Yeah. 
all these God moments. Come on, Paris, drink it in. Like, enjoy the moment. Like, really appreciate this. So for five days, this poor child is getting all these wonderful and magical things, and she's putting up with me. And now now we're we're packing our bags. And I... I look over at her bag. It's all packed on the bed. And the book that she'd been reading, I'd, you know, I'd ask her, oh, what are you reading? And she's like, it's a book of poems. You know, it's like, oh, my beautiful daughter's reading poetry. And uh, I, I look over, and I hope you guys can see this. It probably is backwards. Tell, read it out loud. All right. It says, burn whoever tries to burn you. <laughs> that is so sweet. That is so, so sweet. Like, yeah. Eat all of that, like burn whoever is trying yeah. to burn you. Burn, baby, burn. Burn. And so I, I took a picture, and I could not wait to send it to you guys last night. And, of course, Debbie, you were like, you've got to talk about this tomorrow. So I, I did ask for her permission, and she said, it's your people, Mom. It's your people. Uh, so you can imagine how annoying I was on the way home after I see this book. Oh, yeah, that's right. 20 questions. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm like, Paris, how do you think you're becoming more curious in life? Paris, what do you, what do you think your purpose is? Paris, do you have a burning desire to make a huge impact in the world, right? And after about five minutes of that, she just said, can we just listen to music, mom? I, But that made me really stop and think it is cynicism, right? That sometimes, especially right now, we're in this place of the division in our world. And it's easy to just be snarky when I hear comments and when I, 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 even in my own small groups, if they're not agreeing with the way I think or politically or, or whatever, I, I want to write them off. Like, okay, enough of that. Instead of staying curious and wanting to learn uh, and unpacking it and figuring out how do I stay in awe and wonder? So back to the question, why is it so important to celebrate? Yes. Well, uh, how long do you have, girls? <laughs> Let me count. Yeah, this is your gig, Sherry. You are the celebrate queen. So we're going to like suck your brain with this. Oh, I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? I just think I have always loved, I don't know, parties, gatherings, fun, confetti, sprinkles, sparklers. I mean, I just, I've loved it. And I was thinking back to, you know, as a little girl, birthday parties. I didn't care what we did. I just loved the, just the, the excitement and energy of just having the fun. And it's all about the fun. Um, so a big shout out, just have to say, you know, even though at, you know, my age now is like 39, I appreciate every single text message and phone call and posting that every person has made for me over my birthday. I drink it all in. It all means something to me. So I'm super, super grateful. I mean, that just comes from a huge plate of gratitude. I'm so grateful that I have friends, you know, that put up with me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, there's that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, indulge in the whole celebration thing. But, um, I've learned that, um, so not everyone likes to celebrate on quite the scale that um I do. So I I've learned that over time not everyone enjoys it quite to that much. So 
So I love surprises. Absolutely love not knowing anything. Hit me with it. I don't care. I will take it and I love it. Um, I remember I was, be, I was surprised on my 30th birthday, like 20 girls stormed into our house at seven o'clock in the morning and woke me out of bed and grabbed me and said, we are here to take your breakfast. I was so excited. I, my hair, my face is matted, you know, you just look so gross, but I was so excited. I didn't care. So that was, I mean, that's one end of it. I love the whole celebration thing, but I'm married to someone who hates surprises. Absolutely hates, hates, hates them. So not knowing this when I'm first married, of course, I plan him a surprise party because that's what, that's what you love. Of course. You love whatever I love. <laughs> That's how you think. You know, you're just, you're, the whole world must think like I do. So I plan him a surprise party and uh, at our house, and he walks in the door, and he wasn't the least bit flinched or surprised at all, to which really kind of hurt my feelings. And later I learned that months ago he had overheard me on the phone planning his surprise party. And he said, I was in such a quandary, early married. What do I do? Do I tell her <laughs> I know all about the surprise party? Oh, do I just let her keep thinking? La, 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 la. So um, he hates them with the passion. So I never threw him a surprise party again. And that's okay. Um, so I've learned that different people want to be celebrated in different ways. But at the end of the day, everyone wants to feel significant, special, valued, that they're noticed, that they matter, but it just looks different for each person. Um, uh, I have a girlfriend, Suki, and uh, she's gone on to heaven now, but she was a very quiet, shy mother of four from a Dutch community in Michigan, lovely, lovely gal. She is the last person you would think wants to celebrate big, but oh my word, if somebody else stepped forward and made the effort, she was all in and would do anything, everything to be a part of it. But she wanted to be in the background initially, but she loved the party. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of knowing like who your person is. Um, I could think of a couple other ones. There's a girlfriend of mine. Her mom was turning 75 and she said, you know, at 75 years old, you know, I, I just don't want it to be just this ho-hum, like, you know, little old ladies sitting in a quiet room, like, you know, wah, blah, blah. She goes, I, my mom wants something, but I'm not sure what she wants. And she says, you know what? She loves the time. She loves Ronald Reagan. And I'm like, really? Let me call him. Hey, uh, Mr. President. No. <laughs> so I did. Um, so I found a friend of mine to dress up like Ronald Reagan. And um, so he came to the house and she got to dance with the president. So we, we played the music, um, Can I Have This Dance or, or the first dance, some sort of dance song. And so she got to dance with the president. And just, you know, you found something that meant something to her and you jumped in there and made the moment special. And so that looked different for her. A girlfriend of mine, her husband also doesn't want a big to do. I don't want a big, da 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 da. He was turning 40. So what, what we did, is when they were not home one night, went to their house and decorated it up and made it kind of festive. So when they came back from dinner, 
there was something there. Somebody noticed. And so it was kind of a private, kind of a private, intimate surprise party with just the two of them, with just some little candles and a little, little hoopla, a little shindig. But it was like in his language, it was yeah. something yeah. that made him feel special. And somebody noticed that. I think yeah. we all just need that deep down. Yeah, I think that's so interesting in his language because I absolutely hate surprises, but I love celebrations. At five years old, um, Bambi Stevens, and if you're out there, Bambi, uh, I'm all of you in kindergarten. You are the cutest thing ever. And uh, Bambi was having her fifth birthday party, and I'm sure her mother forced her to invite me. I don't know. But I got invited to Bambi Stevens' birthday party, and it was it was like the biggest deal. And so I get to the party that day. My mom's with me and the party's in the basement. And this is in uh, Buffalo, New York. And so that's when, you know, it was just like basement, concrete basements, concrete stairs, concrete basement, straight down. And so my mom and I are on the top landing and, and I see all the girls down there and I was like, Bambi, hi. And I fell all the way down the stairs and cracked my head. So, and then we had to leave. So. <laughs> so Bambi, just have another party, Kathy. So, um, but yeah, that was my at five years old, and I have been hitting my head, and I've been clumsy ever since then. Of course so, you. Have. Yeah, but talking about surprises, I hate, 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 hate surprises, and I think it's interesting as to why. I think some people don't want to be out front in the center of attention, and that's my reasoning. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think for me is, yeah, I've had some traumatic surprises in my lifetime. Uh, at 10, you know, parents split up, but we don't know about it. And then it's just over. And, um, you know, then I've had some surprises with my kids and I, to this day, hate surprises. And if you guys were planning a big surprise for me for my birthday, just tell me about it. And then, and I can, then I can deal with it. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I think of another story. So my mom was, uh, uh, approaching her 80th birthday. And of course the, my mom, now this is, uh, she's very, very outgoing, very friendly, but the weird thing, maybe it was her generation. Uh, she didn't want you to ever know how old she was. I mean, it was very, very serious. I will never tell you my age. So Literally, people would ask me my whole life, how old is your mom? I'm like, I have no idea, and I don't want to know because I'll be in trouble. So <laughs> I just wanted to talk about her age or how many years her and dad were married. So she didn't want to have birthday parties or anniversaries, which in some ways was kind of sad for me because I'm like, I would like to celebrate you, Mom, and talk about you, and it can be about you, but there was just a big, big taboo, don't talk about age. So when it came close to her 80th birthday, like, what are we going to do? Mom doesn't want us to know it's her 80th birthday, but we know it's her 80th birthday. How do we have her 80th birthday, but yet not tell her it's her 80th birthday? So she would kind of drop these hints back and forth. Well, am I going to have one? Am I going to have her? Like, Mom, you don't want us to know how old you are. We're in quite a quandary. What are we going to do? And so as it got closer and closer, you could see now she's stressing out my dad. He's like, I don't know what to do with your mother. She wants to have a party, but she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. How are we going to celebrate 80 and not say that age. So finally I thought, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just make everything about the presentation. So she just came to our house. It was just our family. We served pizza and salad. But when she came in the door, 
It was just us, and we hit the celebrate music, put like a royal cape on her, handed her some flowers. I had my boys dance around the entry with her, put a little crown on her, and just we made her feel special in her own way in that kind of private space. It was all about the presentation and just taking a few moments to just acknowledge mom, made the pizza look pretty, put some flowers out, and we all went around the table and told her what we appreciated about her. But it was so funny. She wanted it, but she didn't want it. But deep, deep down, she wanted something. Yeah. yeah. She wanted yeah. it. She yeah. wanted uh, I love when you – that's a tradition in our family is to go around the table at, at birthdays and say, you know, What's one thing you appreciate or what's a, a, a memorable story? And even if it's just that 10 minutes of going around the table, I think that in in my family, at least, that if I forget, one of them will go, aren't we going to go around the table? Like they they want it. They but my like mom, yeah. My mom tried to do that with six kids, but she waited a little bit too late in life. And as you get older, if it's not a tradition, so for, you know, for the young moms out there, like start it to where you just know it because we were so, so bad to each other when we would go around because it was all about sarcasm. It was, you know, silly, stupid things that we would point out in each other. And that was fun too, because laughter is fun to celebrate. But I, I think that. Just languaging it and uh, an example this this week, when you talk about how some just do not want to celebrate, I have one, my, my middle daughter, she doesn't really care for the surprise parties, but she loves to give the surprise parties, right? That's celebrating to her. And she, five days going into our trip, she would ring the doorbell. Her and her husband would come up and leave a little boo package. So you got booed. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. And so it was so cute because she had little riddles. And Paris really didn't know who it was. And it ended up being from the dog, from their dog. But it was things like, I'm I'm a girl, but I'm not your sister. I love you like, you know, yeah. no other. You love holding my hands, but it's sometimes my hands are rough, you know. So she was like, who is this? Somebody's like obsessed with me, mom. (laughs) And then finally on the last day, it was from Wrigley, the dog, but that, that kind of celebratory things, like you said, Sherry, it's just saying, I I see you, you matter. Like I recognize who you are. Yeah. um, One, a cute idea. I love sharing this because when I turned 40, uh, it was like a whole weekend of celebrating. And, but one thing that really, um, stood out and I just, I want to point this out as an idea. My name is not an easy name. It's never at Disneyland on those little name tags. (laughs) Or you want to have your name on something. It's never there. Even though every time growing up, I would look for it. So, um, so, and everyone would say, Chris, what? And I'm like, Christette, it's one (laughs) week. My entire life, I've been dealing with my name. Yeah. <laughs> like Carrie, who liked to correct everybody to pronounce it correctly. After a while, you just give up. But um, this, we were shopping. It was our shopping day. And the girls had made business cards that said, wish Christette happy birthday. And they would pass them out to strangers. And strangers <laughs> would come up to me and say, happy birthday, Christette. And I was like, 
how do you know my name? Like, <laughs> like says my name. And it was so fun because they would, I wouldn't see them pass them out. And then I never know when somebody would come up to me and wish me a happy birthday. Oh, it was fun. Wait. That's, That's a great Sherry. idea. She's so sweet. That's Sherry. I tell you. Nobody celebrates Sherry like you, though. You celebrate you better than anybody celebrates you. But, um, I, I love some of the things that you and Gwendy do to celebrate others. Um, like your C's candy. Um, would you share that? Cause I just think it's so sweet that you guys do this. Yeah, that we were Lucy and Ethel um, this past Valentine's Day with our pink um, candy uniforms on. And so on Valentine's Day, uh, we went around to go just cheer up people that we, you know, just wanted to go cheer up. Well, partially just because we love wearing costumes and we're just <laughs> praying we can find somewhere to go wear them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if it's shut-in's house, that's okay. Yeah, well, yes. So uh, we went to see people uh, that were just kind of homebound. Um, there's my dad who um, lost my mom. We went there. And then we went to visit a sweet little couple, uh, Kimberly Bennett's parents. And uh, they're both homebound. And actually since shortly after that time, um, he passed away. Uh, went and visited another couple from our church, uh, Maria and Roberto, and visit them. And we just ring the doorbell. And sometimes they knew we were coming and sometimes they didn't. But uh, we we would hand them some chocolates. And then the best part was we since we had the C's Candy uniforms on, we went to C's Candy and actually uh, <laughs> pretended we were working there. And then we were talking to people and, you know, handing out C's Candy there and just cheering them up. But, you know, that's kind of a fun, fun story, Deb. That whole thing started – Wow, probably 20 years ago, uh, we had a friend who was um, home, uh, uh, bed bound because she was pregnant. How do you, what do you say that? Um, bed bedridden because she was in her pregnancy. Yeah. yeah, in her pregnancy and she couldn't get out of bed. And so um, Gwendy's like, we need to go cheer her up. I'm like, okay, let's go. And um, she's like, well, she's having a girl, so let's take some pink balloons. I'm like, okay, that's good. Let's take some pink ice cream. Okay, that's good. Let's um, let's wear pink. Okay, let's do that. Let's bring some music. Okay, let's do that. Oh, okay, let's call her husband and tell her we're coming. Uh, we will blow in the door and kind of throw her a party. So we told her husband, okay, we're going to be there around 6 o'clock some night. And so we ring the doorbell, and we literally storm in the door. We blow in. We throw confetti. We set up our our music on her kitchen counter. We have pink ice cream, and we dance around that kitchen island, and she is like, ooh, <laughs> and, and, and her husband's like, oh, my gosh, and so we had pink going everywhere because she was getting to have a girl, and she had fun, and we had fun, and we got in the car. We're like, oh, my gosh, we have a brand-new ministry. Yeah. That. That is the best day ever. I wonder who we can go see next. So after that, we just started visiting everybody we knew in the hospital. All of our friends friends at that time were having babies, and so they were constantly in the hospital. And so we had to tone it down a little bit in the hospitals because you couldn't be quite, quite so big. But we would visit people in the hospital, and then we thought, I wonder if people who aren't sick would enjoy seeing us. And so so we would visit people. Who wouldn't? So then we transitioned to seeing, you know, people that, you know, were healthy and uh, actually were celebrating their birthdays and stuff. And we'd go see them. And and then we started charging money. Um, But we really we really have to keep our day job because we we truly can't support ourselves. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, Sharon, the, what's so fun about that is even your Galentine party, February, mm. I, when I arrived there, you, you know that saying where you shouldn't go to a party and go, here I am. You should really go, there you are. And you and Gwendy, that, that was the yeah. ultimate. I mean, it's contagious. When I got there at your doorstep and you and Gwendy were there and you're Lucy and Ethel and your house was decked out with all of the Valentine. It, it's like going to Disneyland. I mean, you really, when you say for those who aren't sick, you know, you never know who's sick inside and who's hurting and who's in places. And we knew some people that were not feeling well and were still showing up that day. And you know, that has to stir your soul. I mean, it evokes such an emotion. And I think especially as girlfriends, when we celebrate each other and what we are made to do and what we are wired for, and just, I'm celebrating you because you're here and I love you and you, you make me smile. That that's powerful. And that's not easy to do to throw parties like that where you put, I mean, you probably started planning that months and months and months. Oh yeah. We are already working on next year's and we were over the moon excited. I mean, it just, it just keeps us going every day. <laughs> and, and that's, that's the thing is to start those traditions. I know um, my, my old neighborhood, I say old neighborhood just because we've all kind of scattered. But when I first moved into our neighborhood, there was a bunch of moms that every Friday we tried because some of us worked and, but we tried to do a Friday event and we would rotate the different pools and we would theme it out. Um, you know, like Dora the Explorer, we would do a Disneyland theme. We'd always do things. So because of that tradition, as we got older and our kids were grown and now we're, as Sherry calls the sexy nesters, uh, we still get together for our birthdays. And this month we're doing, um, the John Travolta, I want to say staying alive, but Saturday, Saturday night fever. And so we're all dressing up in the characters. Like I hope I'm John Travolta. I don't know, but, and you know, having that show, which, which is funny to me because that show was so, you know, growing up, you were not allowed to see that movie whatsoever. And now we're doing parties with that theme, but it's it's interesting. As a matter of fact, for for my girlfriend Joydell, if you're listening, I have to do a shout out to you because I went. We snuck into that, like in the eighth grade, we rode our bikes to the theater, and that was my first rated R movie. We weren't allowed to go to movies, so Joydell, if you're listening, just along with Bambi, Dell is a bad influence. Very bad influence. We snuck in and I was so nervous and riding our bike home. And the thing is, we talked about like why it was so bad and why it was so nasty. And, you know, we, we preached at each other. So it was, it was okay that we saw that. Did anybody yeah. mention the grinding? Cause I'm pretty sure that's where the issue comes. We just thought that was not a good thing. I just remember we were like very much aware of, oh, but, yeah. Anyway, theme it out. Like once again, languaging it. I even tell, you know, my, my hubby, when he takes the girls out, it's like, have a daddy daughter date, like claim it and say, this is what we're doing and kind of frame it that we are, we are celebrating that. Yeah. Uh, so there's a quote then by Helen Keller. It says the unselfish effort to bring cheer to others 
will be the beginning of a happier life for ourselves. And that ties back to that verse I mentioned earlier, encourage one another day after day, as long as it's called today. I mean, it really is true. You find the, the most joy when you're giving yourself away and serving others. And that's, that's what's been so super fun about me. The things Gwendy and I have done is the incredible joy on people's faces. And I think to myself, yeah. This is so simple. Are you kidding me? I yeah. could do this all day long. Yeah. But, and they're, they're just beside themselves. So, so touched and so happy, um, to have someone, you know, notice them, say yeah. they're special, take time for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been my biggest thing ever since, uh, I can remember is entertaining people, but pampering. I, when I do my painting classes, when I do events, um, my name is all in the details because that's exactly what I want every little detail to be covered so that the people coming don't have to worry about a thing. And so that they feel so special. And you know what? I live for those moments. And then as soon as a party's over, I need to talk to somebody. I need somebody to stay late and help me clean up. And then I need them to stay for another hour and a half and drink wine and talk about out every single thing that happened at the party. I do that for everything. Yeah. I, my, when I married Jim, the night of our wedding, he was like, all right, let's go back to the room. And I was like, all right. And then, and remember when this happened? Because all I wanted to do was talk about the wedding. I, yeah, there was nothing else I really cared about that night. Yeah. So anyway, that turned out to be an omen. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's so true because um and you two are so good at doing such a great job at celebrating and events. And the most fun is afterwards is talking to someone who shares in that same enthusiasm. And I know that we've all been able to experience that with you. Um, but I, I also wanted to point out that some people um, might be intimidated by being, by thinking they could not do as an elaborate of a celebration and thinking that, well, that's not me or I can never pull that off. And so I want to give an example of something that I was so blessed at. Not that I would, I love learning from them. And so one tip is, you know, learn from your other girlfriends too. You don't have to do it quite like they do, but I learn something new every time I watch them so that I can pour it onto somebody else. But sometimes it just takes time and it's something as simple as this. So last week, um, last Thursday night was my small group. It was not my turn to bring a snack, <clears throat> but there is a couple there that she um, can can hardly eat anything. You know, I, I can't remember which health issues she has, but she has something, and she can't have gluten for sure. But sometimes things can't touch anything, and she is like you were saying earlier, Sherry, um, one of the quieter ones that you know, don't worry about it. I'm fine. You know, I take care of myself. So she comes, you know. Thursday after Thursday, never eats a little treat. Well, I had made a gluten-free um, treat earlier that week, and I felt so bad because I was going to bring it because I was thinking of her, and I was running late and forgot it. So when it came time for dessert, I was helping the hostess deliver it, and, and I said, I am so sorry, Christine. I thought of you earlier today. I actually made a gluten-free dessert, and I didn't bring it. And she's like, oh, that's okay. And... And um, something about bringing it next time or bringing it at work kind of popped up. I'm like, oh, are you at work tomorrow? And she said, yes. I said, mm-hmm. I'll bring it to you tomorrow. And she goes, you would? I go, I will. And so I did. And I made a point. I just made a pretty little plate. And I didn't have anything in my house. But I'm like, I have a bow. You know, so I put a cute bow on it and a little note. 
and just said, thinking of you, I hope you enjoy your little treat. And I ran to her um, store really quick and dropped it off. And you know what? Her face and everybody else's faces were just like, I mean, her smile was ear to ear. And you know what? My smile was way bigger than that because my heart was so full. I felt like, oh my goodness, all of that. This big? And so taking that time out of your day, I just want to tell you, it means the world. It's going to do great things for them, but I guarantee it's going to do a better, better soul for you, um, filling up your soul. Yeah. 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 I, I understand that people don't all, you know, celebrate on the same level. And, but what, what I've noticed is that, so it takes something just so simple. So if you add effort to the ordinary, it becomes special. So an example of this, when, when my boys were uh, in elementary school, uh, there was one particular teacher who was very, very serious. She was so serious that I told the principal, whatever you do, make sure we never get her because <laughs> it's going to be so scary. I please don't let me have that teacher. Yeah. But one year it happened. We <laughs> her. And so all of my, all of my frivolity was really reined in. I'm like, oh dear God, this is going to be the most serious, serious year we've ever, ever had. And, um, I learned that she liked frogs. <laughs> and so I was, I happened to be reading, um, Frog and Toad with my son. And I said, is there anything that you would like mommy to do for your birthday this year? Would you, could, could I do something for you? He said, can you dress up like a frog? I'm like, done. So I came to school in a frog costume. Of course you did. Yeah, because this teacher, this is so, so cute. Frog to her was the acronym fully rely on God. When I came in her room with the frog costume, it melted her heart. I'm like, I wore the frog costume in the classroom with the children and we danced around and sang and I kind of opened up the door a little bit for a little bit more celebration. So then one year we were later that year, we go to the park and it's kind of a quiet, quiet time at the park, which was so painful for me. So <laughs> painful. we're sitting there and I knew it was her birthday. And so I quietly just kind of brought out of a bag, like, just a little hat to put on her head. She's so happy. She wore it the entire time we sang. And then she Aww. said, can I take the hat off now? <laughs> yes, you can. No. <laughs> no, keep it on. But that just, that just slowly built over the year and just little bit openings and windows of just exploring the little bit of celebrating in more of a quiet fashion as yeah. thought might she might be open to. It brought out a little bit more and more of her. And to this day, we have a pretty sweet connection because she knows that I can be way bigger, but I brought it in. And I just toned it down and that that's been pretty sweet. So the person, you know, yeah, you've got to be sensitive to where they're coming from. I know being my own church staff, you know, we would have gather around the conference table at someone's birthday and 
you know, you know, I just, I can't just sit there and quietly go, oh, and happy birthday. So what I do is I will like bring some goofy glasses or I will put a hat on the person or just something a little bit out of the ordinary to elevate the moment, to add some energy, to add some specialness. And you know what? It changed the whole meeting. Yeah. All of a sudden, it was a party just because of a little bit of effort mm-hmm. into something different, unusual. And to me, I'm thinking, are you got to be kidding? You are absolutely over the moon about wearing a hat. I mean, I could do so much more than this. <laughs> I could be a marching band if you wanted to. But just the hat alone was just enough to yeah. kind of like change it up. So it just takes sometimes a little bit of effort to the ordinary. Um, and it changes and that- that surprise element too, I think yeah. is, is so big. And when you really think about it, even if you're in the, in the corporate world, wherever you are, when you think of somebody's birthday only comes 365 days a year, I mean, once what? for us, it's 365 days, but for most people, it's once. <laughs> and why not? Give them that little bit, like you said, that little hat or the fun glasses. And I think it's so significant even for, you know, for your teams to, I, I had a neighbor one time, it was her birthday and I didn't know it was her birthday. And it was like in the evening and we were just outside talking, you know, how you're just out in the neighborhood chatting. And she made a comment that it was her birthday. And it was like, oh. <gasps> It's your birthday? Are you kidding me? You know, and she was like, yeah, she goes, everybody kind of forgot. And I was like, I didn't even know, you know, I was new in the neighborhood and her husband forgot. She didn't have any friends. That was like, can life even go on? And I have never forgotten that. So I went in and I think I only had like cornbread mix <laughs> and I made cornbread, which is a big deal because I'm not in the kitchen much, but just even the littlest of things. And I, and I brought that over and to this day, she still remembers that, that it was like, boom, bam, you, you should not have told me that. And I, exactly what you said, Cherry, it was glasses and hats and whatever. And those little blowers that I came over with because that, that's all it takes is those little tiny things. And I can't believe that someone would completely, and, and for most of us here, we let everybody know, right? We, I announce it because mine's at the end of the month. So it's announced on Facebook. Yeah, I you guys have 29 days yeah, I do too. to like, remember what I want for my birthday. Yeah. And I tell my family 24, only 24 shopping days left till Debbie's birthday. Just yeah. FYI on Facebook. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like my family knows they're so ready. My husband is like, Oh, I'm so happy when July 1st hits. Nice. Like, <laughs> it's over. He's ready yeah. for it. And so that's weird when someone can let your birthday go without yeah. announcing. But I also think that um, we need to do um, a, a, as good a job, if not better, of celebrating others every day just for no reason. I feel like um, right now this is a totally, uh, you know, uh, there's no uh, – uh, politically – Either way, you do you, but I cannot stand what's happening in social media. Um, 
with with the election, with the politics, and uh, one of my um, one of my high school coaches posted something this morning about um, Joe Biden's son, and then everybody's like, "How dare you?" Blah blah blah. And whether it's Trump's son or I could give a crap, but the point was they were all saying, "How dare you?" If somebody judged me uh, based on what my children have done. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I've, I felt the same way. However, to me, the difference is as a mother, you know, I had a, a child with an addiction. If I had honed that addiction or condoned it or, you know, encouraged it, um, that's a different thing. Then that's on me. Or if you're the parent, you know, that was the fun party parent in high school and you had alcohol for the kids, shame on you. That's on you. Um, if your kid turns out to be, you know, a drunk in, in the end, but when you condone what they're doing to me, or you know what they're doing, you know, I certainly wouldn't go buy, uh, you know, any kind of drugs for a, a drug addict or, you know, alcohol for an alcoholic. So I feel like that is the difference that I just wanted to say today. It bothered me so much that mm-hmm. people were nailing the messenger. Stop yeah. nailing messenger you know because they're it, exactly burn whoever burns you debbie that's your book are those poems and if they are were they written by satan like where where is this sweet poem coming from is that a poem book i i think it's the uh, um the the witch trials and it's talking about like the witch doesn't burn in this one you know, they survive, they make it through, they don't let people burn you. So, yeah, it's it's poetry. It's beautiful poetry. <laughs> it is so I thank you, Debbie. Really I, fun and exciting and encouraging on our celebration day. <laughs> but I also love that meme that talks about be the girlfriend that fixes your friend's crown. You know, don't knock her crown off. There is no reason, especially at our age, which is so very young, to to not encourage each other. We are all hanging by a thread, literally. I think everybody right now is hanging by a thread. I know I am from menopause on. I am barely I'm not even on a thread. I'm I'm like just the piece of the thread that when you're trying to thread the needle, you have to keep licking it so it'll finally go through. That's, you still can't yeah, you still no. can't get it through. It's just like I, Yeah, I'm that why little, do you give up? Yeah. yeah that little piece of thread. So I think I'm more like Sherry. If people aren't celebrating me, I'm going to force you to. I'm going to make you celebrate me and like me. Yeah. 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 And I feel like you just want to say, we just need Christmas already. We just, just bring Christmas. Yeah. yeah. But Lord knows with 2020, what is Christmas going to be like this year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, your friends' successes have everything to do with, and, and this is what I, I, tell my my life group has everything to do with her not you so when they're they're having great things happen they write a book or they get to star in a movie or they get their homework done whatever it is instead of going oh man i wasn't able to do that or i'm not as successful as her i don't look like her and i know we we've we've done that in comparison girl and that's a whole show go go run to to listen to but when when we start going, why not me? Then it changes things. Instead of thinking, how exciting for her. Her mm-hmm. success has nothing to do with me. I don't have to put everything 
back on on me. And just like you said, Debbie, it's it hurts your heart. And it I, I think we have to posture our heart to be able to celebrate others rather than, like you said, killing the messenger when they come to you and they're so excited because this happened. Mm-hmm. It's like get over ourselves and go, how cool is that? Yeah. Instead of destroying each other and beating each other up over just silly things. Mm-hmm. It's fun to just... So when you're focusing on others, you're thinking about, you know, what are they into? Well, what's their deal? What's their gig? You know, uh, I can remember a girlfriend of mine, uh, she... <laughs> She loved shopping at Target. That's all she ever did was shop at Target and buy everything at Target. I mean, honestly, you doubt you. Where'd you get that Target? Where'd you go today, Target? I mean, it, honestly, she lived at Target. So when it came time to celebrate her, where do you think we celebrated her Target. in the Target, um, like a snack shop? Yeah. And she, and we wore red shirts like Target employees and khaki pants <laughs> like Target employees. I blindfolded her and walked her in there. And when she opened up her eyes, she was literally in her favorite place ever. She was in Target. And we were in there having cake and ice cream in the snack shop. And I don't know what happened, but we got so loud. I must have been the other girls, not me. Um, that they sent us into the employee break room. And we finished our celebration in the employee break room. Yeah, we did. Uh, but it's it's very fun to focus and think on what are they into. Like my girlfriend, Christette, yeah. totally into pink. So for a birthday, I mean, everything was pink ad nauseum. Everything pink, 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 pink. Uh, when I had the – I had teachers over here one year for like a Christmas party. I had them all over here. It was just kind of – you know, I, I hadn't really thought ahead. I'm like, oh, the teachers are coming. I hadn't thought like – Hadn't thought really through it. And all of a sudden, it got a little boring. I'm like, wow, okay, this is killing me. You are sucking the life out of me. We are going downhill fast. So I brought out every Christmas hat I have. Lord knows I have enough to supply the entire state with Christmas hats. We put Christmas hats on all of them, changed it up. All of a sudden, they were like, happy, festive, having fun, taking pictures. And that was like their best. Pretty much their best Christmas party ever. <laughs> I'm sure it was. If I if I must say so myself. But that's so true. It doesn't take a lot. Yeah. And that's what I've learned. Um, when I first started doing events, I would do these big, elaborate, you know, things, spend a fortune, and then I realized, okay, it doesn't need to be big, elaborate. It needs to look, and it needs to feel special. And I, I also feel like celebrating, Sherry, what you were saying, Right now, and Patty, what you were saying about social media, that especially it, it, in our, our realm of life, a lot, a lot of people our age are dealing with parents that are sick that you're dealing with all the time, or you're retiring or you're, uh, you know, your kids are gone. There's stuff going on, yet I'm on Facebook and I see people that, oh, I just got a promotion and now I'm the producer of a movie. You know, good for you. I'm, I'm changing my mother's diapers. You know, I'm really not, Mom, if you're listening. Sorry. Um, but you know what I mean? And then, yeah. so these are the people we forget to celebrate. Whatever stage in life you're in, celebrate that. Celebrate the fact that you still have your mother, diapers or not, that you still have her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, well, anyway. It's a mindset, uh, what you're saying. And, and, Sherry, when you were talking about Target, I remember I was with uh, my friend Lisa, and we were speaking in Kansas City, and we went to go get chocolates 
for some of the um, the leaders there at this conference. And so we ran to Target, and in the midst of this, there's a tornado warning. And even the hotel clerk was like, I wouldn't go out there, girls. And we're like, no, we're fine, we're fine, because we're from Arizona. Like, who has tornadoes, right? So we go to the parking lot, and the carts are moving. I mean, it's a storm. There's lightning just crashing down. And we run into Target, and the next thing we know, there's these Target clerks, and, the you know, the, over the PA, it's like, please go to the tornado shelter. And, you know, all of a sudden, we're like, wait, we just want to get chocolates, and we're going to run back in the car. And we're herded into this one spot, and I guess they're getting you away from the windows, and, you know, this is the best tornado shelter that you could possibly be in target in the middle of the store. So all of us are kind of pushed in together. And then I see a really cute jacket. Like you don't herd women into the store where you can actually see something shiny. Like, Oh, how cute would this be? We could have matching jackets for the retreat. And so the next thing, you know, we're kind of, you know, shopping. And uh, also you look up and we see the red shirt. It's like, Ladies, would you please come back? <laughs> but we laugh about that because it was a great opening the next day. In the middle of a storm, when you're in the mindset of, okay, what? you know, And, and I'm sure people are listening to this going, okay, but sometimes you have to wake up and be aware of what's going on around you because if a tornado is happening, you want, you want to be smart about it. But sometimes it's it's not good to be smart. Like ignorance really is bliss to stay in that celebratory mindset and go, you know what? God's in it with me. I'm going to have peace. And when I am weak, he is strong. And let's celebrate. Let's figure this out rather than focusing on all of the gross things. I mean, we have to be in awe, right? Stay curious, be in wonder and celebrate. And celebrate your own people. Um, I, I read a whole article years ago in a woman's magazine about this woman that every time her family came home, she set the table with the best china. Mm. Every day they drank out of the crystal glasses. And when strangers came over, she did the same thing. But how often do we do all of that big show for friends or strangers, because Lord knows we want them to think how amazing we are. And we don't celebrate our own family or our own people, and especially a husband that way. So ladies, everybody go home tonight and set the best china, do some candles. Yeah. I mean, seriously, how, how amazing yeah. would everybody feel if we just every day was a huge celebration of the people, because we tend to treat the people we love the most the worst because we don't have that fear of rejection with them as we do with strangers. Yeah. Yeah. I have a girlfriend. I know that she, um, she sets a, she lights a candle every night and puts it on the dinner table just to make it special. And, uh, and we'll do little things for her husband just because, you know, she'll buy him his favorite candy bar, put it on the counter. She'll make him his favorite dessert just because for no reason. Now, those are the things that really blow me away. I mean, for no reason to just isolate a moment to just let you know you're special for no special day at all. No special reason. Just to let you know, I love you and appreciate you. I see you. You matter. You value, you're valuable to me. That, that, that's a celebration that really blows yeah. me away. Isn't yeah. that so true? Just I see you is so important to everybody. <laughs> I want to be seen. You want to be seen. Now I can't really see anybody. I see you. 
right. I just do a little sexting to my husband, and that oh. makes him feel so special. Patty, why is it every single show somehow <laughs> we get back to you and your Akuna Matata stuff at your cornfield you home? I'm not one to put the china out. I have to figure out we're all in our own lane, right? Use your talents, use your yes. skills. I got Trust me, every husband would do away with the china if their wife was sexy in the day. So I think you got it going on. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. We'll have to do an entire show just on Patty teaching us how to do sexting. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) You're the one, Sherry. You're the one that said we're sexy nesters. I'm just living up to your brand. That doesn't mean I do anything about it. I just say it, you know. That is so good. Just that word celebrates now instead of, oh, I'm an empty nester. My kids are gone. Uh, no, I'm a sexy nester. I feel young. I'm on an adventure. I know. Well, and you know, I just resigned from my job at church. And so some people are like, oh, so happy retirement, retirement. Like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. (laughs) I resigned from a job. I am way too young. I have too much energy and too much to do. Don't use the word retire with me. The word retire is not in the Bible. I am not going there. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I want to stay busy until I slide in those pearly gates. I got chocolate on my face. I got holes in my knees and my rally cap turned backwards. I am busy until he calls me home. I am not too old to do this. Don't you dare say retire with me. Oh, my gosh. Or empty nest. I am on my soapbox. Wow. I, I double dog dare you tomorrow at lunch, Debbie, to say retire to Sherry. Oh, trust me. I, I'm trying to think of all the different ways I can say it now. <laughs> Make sure you write that in your sweet card. Which, by the way, I just have to say that, Krista. You're so sweet. You send the nicest little notes, and that is a way of celebrating, too. And and just made me think of last year, your cute little card. So somehow just send a little retirement card to Sherry, and let's watch her go over the edge tomorrow (laughs) in our mask. We might might have to do a little video tomorrow for a minute. So, Okay, so some tips really quick, some events. Event tips, and then we'll have Sherry do her tips. Um, event tips. When you are setting a table, make sure, we've talked about this before, but make sure that you have different levels of mm-hmm. food. Everything should not be all the same height. It's so boring. So all of your food should be on different levels. So if you've got a big plate of cookies, have it up and put, you can also put a box underneath your tablecloth and then cover the box. And nobody knows that there's a box under there because your tablecloth is covered. Also, take an extra piece of fabric. So if you have one tablecloth, take a coordinating fabric and just kind of smush it all around your food. Also, take twinkle lights and bring twinkle lights in between for a party, super festive. Um, always, always, always take pictures. I always forget. I get it set up and I go, oh, you guys should have seen that party I did. And then they're like, well, show me a picture. Yeah, well, I don't have any. But most important thing about uh, an event, you get yourself ready way ahead of time. I've been to parties where you get there and the hostess is still in her bedroom getting ready. Rude, 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 rude. Get yourself ready early, and then all the last-minute stuff, your your people don't care about it. Okay, Cher, what's your tips? Okay, my tips are, okay, so thinking about celebrating, target a specific moment 
and think about how you can elevate it. How can you bring some life and energy to a certain moment? Maybe it's for no reason at all. Maybe it is their birthday. Maybe they've had a hard day at work or a hard day at school. Think about a moment and then think how you can elevate that and bring some more life into that. That's number one. Number two, and with that moment, add effort to the ordinary and it becomes special. So here's an example. So rather than just putting like, you know, a bag of chocolate kisses on the counter, oh no, contraire, sprinkle the chocolate kisses all on the counter and put a sweet note on them. That's adding effort to the ordinary to make and it maybe special. they lead to the bedroom. Oh. <laughs> Patty, I was thinking she was going to say that. Daily testing is a given. Yeah, of course, that's a given with Patty's house. So add effort to the ordinary and it becomes special. And then what that will do, that will create a deeper connection because it's all about wanting to deepen that relationship. If you do nothing, that relationship will stay the same. It's when you step into it and add some effort to the ordinary, it becomes special, it becomes sweeter, and becomes more meaningful. And then you have just a happier life. So <laughs> yes. When you focus on others and think, how can I make you yeah. feel more valuable? And All right. And fill your sparkle. Ever. Absolutely. Ever. It is your turn. How are you celebrating your relationships today? We want to know. So share your celebratory moments with us on Facebook. And next week, we have an amazing guest. So you don't want to miss our girlfriends are where we get our best tips for life. Find us on Facebook at Girlfriend It. Hit subscribe to iTunes or toginet.com.